The New Hampshire primaries will dominate national and regional political news this week, including in neighboring Massachusetts, where Republican Governor Charlie Baker late last week endorsed New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. We check in now with State House reporter Matt Murphy, as we do most Mondays. I asked him what motivated Baker's endorsement. Yeah, I think it came as a bit of a surprise given how uh, insistent the governor has been at staying out of this race for so long and now coming just uh, his endorsement coming just four days before uh, tomorrow's New Hampshire primary. But, you know, we heard the governor say last week that he was uh, concerned seeing the strength that Texas Senator Ted Cruz and Donald Trump came out of Iowa with heading into New Hampshire. And he, he doesn't see them necessarily as candidates uh, who can unite the party and, and work with Democrats in Washington, uh, which, you know, as, as everyone knows, has been stalled with gridlock. And, and he sees Governor Christie as someone more in line with his own uh, situation here in Massachusetts, having to work with Democrats and get things done. But of course, Christie is not particularly high in the polls and the endorsement comes pretty late in the game. Will it make any difference in these final hours of campaigning in the Granite State? You know, it, it's hard to say. I mean, maybe not. Uh, certainly the governor is a enormously popular figure in Massachusetts and um, people have looked to him uh, around the country as a, as a model for a Republican who can be very popular in a, in a Democratic state. But New Hampshire voters can tend to be pretty parochial and, and they may not care all that much what a Massachusetts governor uh, has to say. But, uh, you know, that remains to be seen. The governor kind of suggested he wasn't doing this necessarily to um, try and swing the polls for Chris Christie. But um, more looking back, he did not want to be someone who had been sitting on the sidelines as, as he watched the, the Cruz-Trump rise uh, in the party as it was concerning him. So he decided to uh, to get off the sidelines and endorse uh, Governor Christie. Well, late last week, uh, Supreme Judicial Court Justice Francis Spina announced he's stepping down this summer. That leaves now two vacancies on the Supreme Judicial Court for Governor Baker to fill. Uh, Matt, uh, explain how that process works to fill those seats and how might Baker shape the state's highest court? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really interesting. Um, with uh, Justice Spina's retirement being announced on Friday, he, of course, would have had to retire next uh, this year, I'm sorry, anyway. But that coming on the heels of Justice Cordy announcing his retirement in August as well, that gives the governor um, two slots. He talked last week about how uh, seriously he takes that responsibility. I think he understands the, the gravity of it. Um, but now uh, he will begin to, to vet his judicial nominating commission, will begin to vet uh, judges throughout the court system, and, and he will make a recommendation in, in the coming weeks, if not probably months, about who we would like to see fill those spots. And that, of course, needs approval from the governor's council, that's right? It does need uh, approval from the governor's council, and there will be hearings uh, on those nominees, but we haven't we haven't seen a, a nominee rejected in quite some Time. Finally, last week, the founding board chair of the state's Life Science Center stepped down, uh, complaining that Governor Charlie Baker has not committed enough funding. The center was a big accomplishment of the Patrick administration. Matt, does this fallout spell any trouble maybe for state science funding? Yeah, really interesting. Um given the the language uh, that Harvey Lodish, the head of a, a basically a peer review panel at the Massachusetts Life Science Center, who helped vet all the, the grants and loans that that center uh, gave out in the scientific community used, really concerned about the gov- what he saw as a lack of commitment from the governor to the center's mission, which of course was just a signature accomplishment of uh, Governor Deval Patrick. Uh, the administration uh, you know, insists that the, this capital fund that w- has not been replenished yet under Governor Baker is not necessarily an indication of his commitment. They say he is committed to the mission uh, that the capital plan, the capital budget for next year will come out later this year, and that could include funding uh, for this capital program. There's also funding in the governor's budget for some some other 
programs that the Life Sciences Center operates, and the new head of the Life Sciences Center really said that he feels that he has the full support and commitment of the administration. And while he understands Harvey Lodish's concerns and frustration with the, the lack of speed, he attributed more to a new administration kind of getting its arms around the state's spending rather than a lack of interest in promoting the, that sector of the economy. Matt Murphy, thanks so much for talking to me. Thank you, Henry. Reporter Matt Murphy of the State House News Service. I'm Henry App. This is Morning Edition.